Blog Talk Radio. Word in the House Ministries with your host, Minister Andrea Carr. Tune in every Sunday at 7 a.m. and every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Word in the House Ministries. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to Word in the House Ministries. I am your host this morning, Minister Andrea Carr. Wow, it's been a long time. I'm so excited to see you all this morning. I'm so glad that you all tuned in. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Minister Andrea Carr hosting this morning, Word in the House Ministries. I'm so excited to be in front of you this morning. I promise I won't hold you a long time. I just want to uh, thank everyone who's reached out to me to make sure I was good and those who reached out to me to make sure that I was still in line. Um, there are several people, I'm not going to say specific names because I don't want to get beat up later, who are like, uh, ma'am, where is your broadcast? Uh, we've been missing it. What's been going on? And I don't have too many excuses except for self-care. I have to be honest. I needed to get myself together and to hear from God and make sure I was doing the right thing. And so I've been gone for a minute. I haven't really been gone. I've been there. I've just been communing with God and listening to him and seeing what it is that he wanted to share with you all. So I'm excited to be back this morning. I've missed you. You've been in my heart. You've been in my mind, in my spirit. I've been praying. I know that um, 2020 has been a year for a lot of people, and I'm just excited that you are still here. It may be hard day by day, but I'm grateful that you're still here, a part of my life and a part of the life of my family. So this morning, we're going to get right into it. If you have your Bibles, I ask that you would use whichever version of the Bible you have and turn to Genesis, the 39th chapter. We're going to come from there this morning after our brief prayer. Amen? So get your Bibles together, get something to write, and I pray that God will manifest uh, today through your life and every day thereafter. Father God, we come to you this morning. Lord God, you're holy, you're wonderful, you're righteous, you're Father, you're all-knowing, you're omnipresent, omniscient, omnipotent, that you are here and everywhere all at the same time, Lord God. We're grateful that you know everything. You know our going out and our coming in, Lord God. You know the roads that we must travel before we do, Lord God, and you go before us, Lord God. And as we walk behind you, Lord God, you protect and cover us, Lord God, and you keep us, Lord God. It hasn't been an easy year, but we are so grateful to you, Lord, for being there through the thick, Lord God. We thank you so much that you did not give up on us, Lord God, and that you would even allow us time of peace and joy, Father God. We are so grateful to you this day, Lord. As there are those that are sick, Lord God, I ask that you would go into each room, Lord God, each hospital room, each nursing home room, Lord God, and just touch those, Lord God, that don't feel well, Lord God. I ask that you would heal them completely from the top of their head to the soles of their feet, that sickness cannot remain in them, Lord God, and that you give them the will to fight. Fight for another day, Lord God. Fight for another breath, Father God. 
I ask that you touch those, Lord God, who are financially hurting right now, Lord God, and pour a blessing on them like they've never seen before. Lord God, show up, Lord God, at the 12th hour, Lord God. You know how you do. You show up right at the right time, Lord God. So I'm asking that you would manifest that miracle in their lives right now, Lord God. For those that are going through relationship issues, Lord God, I ask that you would touch the hearts and minds and souls and spirits of them, Lord God, and allow there to be a bringing back together, Lord God, a reunion, Lord God, to those that need to be unioned again, Lord God, or to break away those that need to be broken apart, Lord God, Father God, that you would show it clearly, that there would be no mistake, no doubt, no question, Lord God, whether they are right for this season this, or is it a reason or is this a lifetime connection, Lord God, and that we will put them in the right boxes in our lives, Lord God, because you have directed our steps. Father God, for those who just need a word from you, they've been hurting, Lord God, and they feel alone, Lord God, like they have been left and, and abandoned, that you have forgotten them. Remember them, Lord God, and that you will go visit them and share a kind word, a kind gesture, Lord God. Do what it is that they've been asking and requesting in your will and in your timing, Lord God, that you would see all your children, Lord God. There are so many needs in this world, Lord God, and I ask that you would go and fulfill them. Send your angels of protection, Lord God. Send comforters, Lord God. Send encouragers, Lord God. Send healers, Lord God. Send those that are filled with positivity to cancel out the negativity that's been in our eardrum for so long, Lord God, and put a fire in them like never before to do the things that you have asked of them to do, Lord God, the things that you have created them to do. Show them their purpose. Remind them of who they are and whose they are, Lord God. I ask for a fire to be reignited in every one of your people today, Lord God, to do your will, Lord God, to walk in their purpose, to command their authority, Lord God. Oh, you can do it, God. I trust you. We have faith in you, and we will walk on water with you, Lord God, and not look away from you this time. Lord God, now bless the sermon, the the words you have given me to speak, Lord God. I ask that it be all of you and none of me, Lord God. Direct my words, Lord God. Open me up to hear and speak what you say, Lord God, what thus saith the Lord. I honor you and I bless you forever, Lord God. You are God and God alone. There is no one like you. And I'm humbled that you would be here with us today. It's in the name of Jesus that I pray. Amen. So thank you again, again, and again for being here with me this morning. And I ask again that you would turn to Genesis, the 39th chapter. And we're going to get into this. I'm going to read. It's a long reading, but there's so much meat in it. I want you to hear it and to settle it into your spirit. I'm going to be reading out of the New King James Version. You can read out of whichever version. The story is the same. And I appreciate you again for being here with me, starting with verse 1. Now Joseph had been taken down to Egypt, and Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh, captain of the guard, an Egyptian, bought him from the Ishmaelites who had been taken him down there. The Lord was with Joseph, and he was a successful man. And he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. And the master saw that the Lord was with him and that the Lord made all he did to prosper in his hand. So Joseph found favor in his sight and served him. Then he made him overseer of his house and all that he had put under his authority. So it was from the time that he had made him overseer of his house and all that he had that the Lord blessed the Egyptian's house for Joseph's sake 
And the blessing of the Lord was on all that he had in the house and in the field. Thus, he left all that he had in Joseph's hand, and he did not know what he had except for the bread which he ate. Now, Joseph was handsome in form and appearance. And it came to pass after these things that his master's wife cast longing eyes on Joseph, and she said, lie with me. But he refused and said to his master's wife, look, my master does not know what is with me in the house, and he has committed all that he has to my hand. There is no one greater in this house than I. He has committed all that he has to my hand. I apologize. There is no one greater in this house than I, nor has he kept back anything from me but you, because you are his wife. How then can I do this great wickedness and sin against God? So it was, as she spoke to Joseph day by day, that he did not heed her to lie with her or be with her. But it happened about this time when Joseph went into the house to do his work and none of the men of the house was inside, that she caught him by his garment, saying, Lie with me. But he left his garment in her hand and fled and ran outside. And so it was, when she saw that he had left his garment in her hand and fled outside, that she called to the men of her house and spoke to them, saying, See, he has brought into us a Hebrew to mock us. He came in to me to lie with me, and I cried out with a loud voice. And it happened when he heard that I lifted my voice and cried out that he left his garment with me and fled and went outside. So she kept his garment with her until his master came home. Then she spoke to him with words like these, saying, The Hebrew servant whom you brought to us came in to me to mock me. So it happened as I lifted my voice and cried out that he left his garment with me and fled outside. So it was. When his mother, his master, excuse me, heard the words which his wife spoke to him, saying, Your servant did to me after this manner, that his anger was aroused. Then Joseph's master took him and put him into the prison, a place where the king's prisoners were confined. And he was there in the prison and showed him mercy. And he gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. And the keeper of the prison committed to Joseph's hand the 39th chapter of Genesis is powerful in that when we enter into this story, get into all of the backstory. And during this time, 